they fan out down there to protect that bottom of Sunday Drive. All right, we're off land. Hey, car's off. Be ready. Right, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready, be ready. Green flag. Green, green. Hello and welcome to this week's Inside Pass. I am Randy Miller and that's it. Tom is doing production <laughs> for us this week. But well, no, but I'm here. Well, I know you're here, but I mean, you know, I feel like it's almost like nostalgia for us because this is how it started. It's just me and you. And then you we brought the boys me. along and then now the boys got just food poisoning. So of us. The, um, I guess the end goal here is do not eat truck stop Mexican food. Or gas station Mexican food, or I any other not. kind of, yeah. unless it comes from a restaurant, you probably shouldn't stop and eat it, because um, the boys got sick on it coming back from Talladega. So that's their own fault for going to Talladega in the first place. That's right, and not taking us. Karma, karma can be a really mean sister sometimes. Yeah, so, for so. sure. So, uh, <laughs> Noah and Peter are uh, off tonight, and <laughs> literally yes. off. Yes. Um, and uh, but I'm sure that uh, they'll be back with us soon. So yeah. they learn their lesson, hopefully. We have uh, one guest tonight, right? Yes, yes Domin- Dominic Starkweather. Yep. He is a twenty-year-old uh, Pirelli GT racer from the West Coast, and uh, very impressive young man. Has not been racing very long. Made a very quick ascension. We're going to talk to him later on. He's already got uh, a fan in me because his car is red and black, which are two of yeah. my favorite colors. So, yeah. Um, He's already got my vote. It's a beautiful um, car. We are going to uh, go back to Talladega and uh, uncover all of the uh, action from this weekend. Arco was in action as well as the Xfinity Series and the Cup Series uh, last weekend. So we'll, we'll break all of that down for you. Um, Kyle Busch is in the news again. Um, not that there's any <laughs> surprise there, but uh, there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot to kind of unpack with this situation yes. um, in terms of his contract status and some of the things that he didn't say but should have said or could have said or whatever um, over the weekend. Um, so we'll, we'll break all of that down for you too. Uh, we will do fantasy NASCAR even though the boys don't get to pick because they're not here. So I guess Tom gets the, the, me and Tom get the, the, the pick <laughs> the of the entire roster picks, basically. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll go back to uh, Emola and uh, talk F1 as well. Um, and so, uh, yeah, there's lots of stuff going on uh, in, in the world. Uh, it, lately. Has, it was a busy weekend. It was a busy a weekend. A lot, uh, lot of things happening. Um, just an incredible finish at Talladega on Sunday. Uh, and I feel like Saturday was, was a great finish. And then Sunday just sort of went, hold my beer and right. blew it away. That's right. All so. right. So we will step aside, take a break. We'll have it all next on the NCFS. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Uh, Randy Miller, Tom Baker here with you. The boys uh, decided to take the week off. Uh, well, they didn't decide. Um, their, their intestines decided to give them a week off. Um, but they TMI. Should, TMI. <laughs> they should be back um, next week, uh, hopefully. Um, so uh, we are going to talk about Talladega and uh, a huge weekend of festivities. The Arca Series always uh, kicks off the festivities uh, down in uh, Alabama. Um, that race, that series never disappoints when they go to the super speedway. There's always a big wreck, um, and this weekend was no different. Um, unfortunately, there is uh, some injury news to talk about, which we can get to um, at the end of talking about this. But uh, pretty good race overall. It's always interesting when the ARCA Series races the super speedways because I don't know if uh, you listeners out there may not uh, may not kind of understand how the ARCA Series works, but you, you do have to have... Um, a certain number of hours of uh, super speedway track time before ARCA allows you to participate in the race. Um, so these aren't standard rookies, but they're rookies in terms of probably most of them having never been on a big track like Talladega, um, unless they ran the season opener at Daytona. But nonetheless, um, we had uh, 27, 28 cars that uh, participated in the race, and I think they tore out 28 of those 26 yeah. cars. Um, but a pretty good race overall. Nick Sanchez uh, ended up in uh, in victory lane, and first of what will be many many wins, I'm sure, for him in his career. 
Well, um, Nick won one last year. Oh, he did. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, second one. Second one. Um, and but first, Super Speedway win. Um, and that, you know, again, if you if you don't know too much about Nick Sanchez, came mm-hmm. up through go karts, um, the in the diversity program, uh, you know, for Rev Racing, and Nick's just a super nice kid. It was great to see him get that win. Um, obviously, it was a just a brutal race, but. You know, um, any you you take a win any way you can get it, and it wasn't that he wasn't fast. You know, it just uh, on the super speedway, uh, a lot of it's about survival, and Nick did that, and got the win. It was great to see him win that. He's probably the only car on the field that didn't have any sort of damage yeah. on it uh, after the the uh, race was over. But uh, I think the big wreck, obviously, happening. Um, with uh, a few laps to go, uh, Scott Melton ended up uh, breaking his leg. Yeah, it was too um, bad in the uh, in the wreck, and uh, so he will uh, have surgery. I, I think as as we record this uh, tomorrow, but uh, as the show airs, he would have already had it. But uh, he'll be out for a little while. But uh, a very scary accident. And, you know, you can be a fan of the sport, and you can want you know the carnage, uh, which I'm sure most fans love to see the you know the, the big wrecks and stuff at super speedways. But when it involves um, a driver getting hit, you know, in any sort of door, whether it's passenger side or driver side or head on or anything like that. Um, it's always scary when you think about how fast these cars really go. Well, and that's kind of my point. If you're watching racing to see Rex, please don't just go watch something else. The sport doesn't need you. Watch Monster Jam. You know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, go watch UFC fighting. I mean, exactly. that's that's just, um, you know, the, number one, these these things are expensive. Um, and number two, people get hurt and die in these things. So, you know, if you're, if you're watching racing for the wrecks, just please, we, the sport doesn't need you. Just go away. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just, I, have I mean, no you're absolutely right. I'm not, I'm not, I've watched too many people die in front of me. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Me like, too. you know, and I just, that, that just totally rankles me and people say well you know the cars are a lot safer now it's like i don't care you know the guy just broke his leg you know what i mean (laughs) you can still get hurt and die ryan newman was this close to going to see jesus a couple years ago at daytona and and that's that's a good point because that's actually the wreck that i was going to to you know correspond with just to say if you really want to see a wreck that you know, would put your mind into a different, you know, sort of realm. Watch that accident. Like, yeah. watch the Daytona 500 and see, you know, a, a 3,600-pound race car in the air bending in half. Exactly. Um, and tell me what you think about, you know, drivers being involved in accidents and, and that kind of thing. Luckily, all it was was a broken leg, but it, it could have been much worse. Right. Um, considering, you know, the impact and, and exactly. you know. Um, and how all of that happened. But uh, congratulations again to, to Nick Sanchez. Corey Heim also uh, kind of didn't – he sort of voiced his displeasure um, with how the, the race ended because he felt like the caution should have came out a few seconds earlier, which would have given him the win yeah. um, because it just so happened that he got passed by Nick Sanchez. I was going to say um, if the roles were reversed, Corey wouldn't have had an issue. Exactly. It would have never been an and issue. And I'm not saying that he's necessarily wrong. I just always find it funny that drivers only – gripe when it's them that it's on the losing end right? well, so, so it's kind of the yeah. same thing with with race fans you know when you yeah. think about like oh, all those years so. when jimmy johnson was winning every yeah. race i hated it but my you know my my mom loved it you know my wife loved it he's like jimmy johnson all right and i'm like oh i'm so sick of him well and that's um, see but, that's the thing like it's it's funny too because like nobody hated it because they hated jimmy right jimmy is one of the nicest people oh, yeah. that's ever been in the sport like you can't hate him right exactly. right but you but you people just got tired of him winning the championship exactly. yeah. every year yeah i mean there you was know? a there was a local driver at my dirt track that won probably at least 
three times a month. Yeah. You know, and it was like, oh my God, he won again. Seriously. And by the end, by mid season, he already had like a 600 point lead in the standings. I'm like, here, just take the trophy. I mean, you're obviously going to win. Oh, yeah. But I mean, my dad, my dad hated, like, I like, absolutely despised him because he won every single week. Yeah. I'm like, dad, he's just that good. Like, it's not, he's not doing, he's not doing anything right. wrong. He's not going to pull over unless somebody doesn't win. I mean, that's yeah. not racing. But, you know, finally, uh, once he, Kind of calmed down and you know didn't win as much. Then he started sort of not liking him. Right. And he was okay with it then because he wasn't winning all the time. I'm like, yeah, it's oh, funny. Man. It's just uh, well, yeah, and you and and we've all and and it, there's that happens everywhere. It's in every yeah, part exactly. of racing, and it's just sort of the the mentality of of people. You know, I always I always kind of um, joke about NASCAR fans being like WWE fans, you know, <laughs> if their though. driver wrecks somebody, it's okay. If, yeah, exactly. if that, if some other driver, they don't like wrecks somebody the same way, it's not okay. Right. You know, it just, exactly. it's all depends who's involved. So, so dri- drivers are no different. I mean, obviously, you know, yeah. we, we talked about Corey Heim did like it because he felt like NASCAR should have thrown the caution flag sure. 15 feet earlier, which would have given him the win. But again, if he would have been the one that got the win, right. he would have never said a word about yeah, it. It would have been like, funny. you know, I'm so glad the caution came out when it did. Yeah. Um, you know, Chandler Smith has been. Uh, the thing is, is when you talk about a few seconds, you know, people don't understand that when you're when you're up there watching a race's race control, you know, you, there's it's like being a spotter. By the time I, as a spotter, and I've done it a lot, you know, I say something to the driver. It has to get to the driver. The driver has to hear it and process it. Right. There's four or five seconds it yeah. goes on there. Yeah. So, you know, these people want race control to be perfect every time. And it's like you're talking about that was no more than five or six seconds. Right. You know, it's true. So, yeah, that is very true. I mean, although if you think about it, though, technically he was leading when the caution came out because the guy flipped the light switch, but it took a few seconds for the light to come on. So, but, but. Technically, Again, I know, know this is what it's I'm a technicality, saying. Like, but I mean, there's that lapse of time. You have you no can't... legitimate gripe because you right. actually were leading when the caution came out. It right. just didn't show right. until five seconds later, right. and then at that point, Nick had passed him, and that's a done deal. Yeah, but, um, it, it's it, I I assume it would be different if we're talking about somebody who never wins. But like Corey Himes won plenty of orca races in his career. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it'd be like it's like when Kyle Busch does it. Like every week, yeah. Kyle Busch complains. It's like, dude, you just won the race. Like, yeah. what? What are you complaining about? Yeah. You you literally are standing in victory lane, you know, holding a check, holding a trophy, you know, guzzling, yeah. you know, whatever, eating yeah. a Snickers bar, um, and you're complaining about winning the race. Like well, he's guzzling rowdy mm-hmm. energy. Well, whatever. Yeah. But still, it's like you have no. What do you? I don't yeah. understand what you're saying. I know. About. Well, while he's teaching Brexton how to lose better. <laughs> It's always interesting. A whole other, whole other situation. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, the orchestra is always always good to see. Uh, you know those guys. I really wish that they would expand the season a little bit more and, and run some different tracks. I remember when they used to run, uh, like they ran Texas Motor Speedway a couple of times. They used to run Charlotte too before. I don't know why they don't run Charlotte. That, it seems like the most logical race that you would want to run. Yeah, they haven't run there in a while. I don't know. It just seems like the arc, which the Arca series always has been. You know, kind of the the grassroots type of series for NASCAR and yeah. you know, running the smaller tracks. But I, I just don't, I don't understand, you know, the the logistics behind, I'm sure they're going to run North Wilkesboro. I would almost bet money that the ARCA would. End they're up not on the list. They aren't. They are not on the list. Now it doesn't mean it won't happen, um, but they're not on the list. And uh, I talked about this on League Lab. I think it was last week on my League Lab show and, and was running through the classes and was surprised 
that I didn't see ARCA and I did not see the Cars Tour, but that doesn't mean they won't add them. But what they're doing is, because I was wondering, there's like eight or nine classes. They're actually having a whole month of oh, wow. yeah, each true. thing. And yeah. they're, what they're doing is there's fee- there's main events every Wednesday and Saturday is mm-hmm. how they're doing it. And so they're bringing in like the four-cylinder cars. Go- right, we'll take a break. We'll talk about it when we come back. And you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. How do airplanes fly? What's in this box? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Learn how to store your gun securely and make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. Okay, men, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping, cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You gotta dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. No, you won't. Because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Hi, my name's Eric Jones, and you're listening to the Inside Path. One of, one of the perks of the job is uh, knowing that we have to pay bills at some point in time, so we have to stop our thought and stop in the middle of our train of thought um, and get back to it, uh, picking it up from the commercial break. But we were talking about North Wilkesboro and 
how the Arca series isn't on the schedule, which I, I assume it's probably because they're doing the repave in 2023, and when the repave is done, Arca and trucks probably will be added to the to the, the list of things that will happen at the track. But um, you were saying you were sort of looking at the list of, uh, of well, classes. Yeah, they're, they're they've got a really unique format. They're running they're running like main events on Wednesdays and Saturdays, but they got something going on like almost every day of of the month for whatever they're running. So like in August. Um, they're bringing in like the four cylinder cars for like for the first three days. And then it's the next division for a couple, three days. And then it's the next division, the next division. So they're doing like one or two at a time for a period of days. And so it's almost all month. So, um, boy, it's almost worth if you've got a camper and you can do it, it's almost worth like bringing it up and just parking it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because right. boy, you'd see racing for. They're going to do the same thing with the dirt stuff when they strip the pavement off and go to the original dirt surface. That's actually October. a really, really cool idea. Yeah, to to do it. But I I did see a post though, um, which you guys can follow on Facebook. It's Racetrack Revival on on Facebook, and I think they have a, a Twitter feed and an Instagram feed and all that kind of stuff too. But that's basically the the program that they've put in place to kind of revive North Wilkesboro. And that's the, the divisions that, that they're kind of creating whatever, but yeah. they put a post out on social media last week asking what classes you got, like what classes the fans wanted to see um, during this racetrack revival. So it looks like they're, you know, maybe planning on adding some more classes to the already yeah, list of, and of classes yeah. um, in the near future. I'm trying to get some of my dirt guys to, to come down. Um, and run the 410 Sprint Show because I think that'd be fantastic. Dale Jr. teased that he he w- may be interested in running the late model event. That's a good idea. With one of his late model cars, yeah. um, which is really interesting because mm-hmm. he's been threatening for a little while. But he's, <laughs> he, you know, he's he's like, I may, you know, I may do that. Um, so that would imagine the crowd that would draw. Yeah, I don't know if they'd have enough seats for that. I mean, you know, it seats 40,000, or at least if they got the whole, if they've still got all use of all the, all the grandstands, I don't know, because I've been there, but if, if all the stands they had are still usable, it's 40,000 people. I would not want to be 40,001. Yeah. Because (laughs) Well, I'm sure I'd be standing room only, but in in a lot of tailgating, you know, um, which is great. That's going to be such a cool deal to see North Wilkesboro um speedway come back here that is a really big deal around these parts yep that is for sure we're going to switch back over to uh, talladega talk about the xfinity series race and i don't is the race even over yet the, the, we've had like three <laughs> overtimes um and no if noah gregson finally won the race uh, i think yes. I don't know if it's been official yes, yet it's but, official um he did win the race but that's uh, that's one of those moments where like nascar's changed the rules in the last four or five years so uh, going to a format where as long as the white flag doesn't come out, they can make as many attempts to get into the checkered flag as possible, be. which is the way it should be. You're absolutely right. Um, but this is one of the instances where I'm like, all right, guys, come on. We've already done this twice. Let's, yeah. let's get, it, get it together, get on the same page, let's end this race, you know, so we can all go home. Yeah. Um, but uh, just, just a crazy finish. Uh, the, the Xfinity Series never disappoints. Uh, Noah Gregson, obviously happy to uh, have won that race. And uh, he got the party on on Broad Broad Avenue Broadway um, Street yep. um, that night with with Wendy's and they had a big party and threw out uh, biggie on bags and, on the boulevard yeah, yeah the boulevard um, and got to throw out biggie bags and, and all kinds of good stuff so uh, the, kid, the kid had fun well that's for sure. and see that's what people love about Noah and and I am so impressed I mean I've known Noah since he started running um, I think he was still late models when I first when we he I actually the first. Radio show no ever did was one of our show. It was the show that was the predecessor to this one, Motorsports mm-hmm. Madness. He did, and um, that was way back. 
And uh, what he was a little kid back then. He was, yeah, he was much younger. And what? Smaller everybody, too. Well, everybody, not much. Not much. Yeah, a little bit smaller. Little, little less chubby. He's kind of put on some weight there. That's what winning races will do for you. It may, maybe a little too many Wendy's Frosties. Probably. Kind of like me. It's a problem I have. I can't not get the Frosty. <laughs> um, and it has to be large because, you know, why not, right? It doesn't last um, long enough. Zero discipline when it comes to Wendy's Frosties. <laughs> but anyways, you know, it's, um, it's, it's interesting because what people love about Noah is that he is very much his own dog. You know, he marches to the beat of a slightly different drummer, as they say, and he's unique and he just has a good time. You know, when when he's he I loved how in Victory Lane Saturday he he said it, he went and talked about, well, I need I'm supposed to be in the, the 62 car and, and mentioned Wendy's biggie right. bag and all that. He got the sponsor plug in and then said, but man, the boulevard sounds like a whole lot of fun. Um, and so it's good that Wendy's. Um, went along with that and said, well, if you're going to do that, let's enjoy it together. Right. It's the same thing with uh, Chris Rice. Uh, the college team uh, just signed a sponsor called Circle, which I, I know you guys can't see, but I, I usually bring my Circle bottle. I love that uh, that whole brand. Uh, they, they make amazing like little cartridges for your water. It's, it's great stuff. Um, but they were g- giving away bottles um, in the infield of the last couple of weeks of races. Oh, they wow. were running through the infield. Giving, and those bottles are expensive. They're like $28 bottles. Wow. Um, so I, I kind of wish that I would have waited and, and kind of you know got the hookup from Chris Rice on that. But, uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, Noah Gregson uh, ended up winning the how cool was it to see Jeffrey Earnhardt um, not only finish in second, but have Larry McReynolds on top of the pit box? For him? Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, how much like Dale did oh, yeah. Jeffrey? Oh, yeah. I mean, that, absolutely. the way that he just sliced through the field like it was hot butter coming through on the, you know, in the last lap, um, just incredible. I mean, so impressed with him. And my gosh, Larry Mack had so much fun. He did. That is, yeah, did. that was so cool to see him. I really w- wouldn't have minded seeing it. I would love to see Jeffrey win. Um, because I'm not sure that, you know, Larry Mack w- wouldn't have been heart attack Mack at that point. <laughs> like, you know, he might've just literally keeled over off right. the pit box. Um, but, uh, you know, the only, the only downside to that would have been all the cynical NASCAR crowd would have screamed fix. You know, because you had the three and you Jeffrey Earnhardt, you know, but, but just to see him get second, I mean, how cool is that? Um, I hope it leads to more opportunities for him in that car. Um, and you know, as Larry said, he, he never actually retired. He just took a TV job. So, you know, how, how much fun would that be to see him do a few more races together? But what's impressive to me about Larry McReynolds and, and any, anybody who can do what he did, uh, on Saturday is be out of the sport or be out of that role for, you know, 25 years or whatever it is and be able to come back and be like it never, like he never left. Like nothing has changed. And we know the cars have changed a lot over the last 25 years. Um, Technology's changed, you know, parts and pieces have changed, setups have changed. And he's still like atop the pit box as if he's been there since day one. Yeah, and, but and, you, you know, know, again, he's been doing TV. That's he true. keeps up with the latest the cutaway car and all that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah and I mean, it true. wasn't like he's the only one on the pit box. Like you know, you got. Right. I'm sure that he was. He spent a lot of time preparing. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. um, he's a professor. That's what Larry does. You know, and he's he he really went into this feeling like they had a good shot at it. And my gosh, I mean, it was just, it, you know, the beautiful part about our sport is that you get to sit and watch somebody like Larry have so much fun and it just makes you happy like you just couldn't help but be excited for both of them Larry and Jeffrey 
Yeah, you know. it's it's one of those things, and, and you know, you, you mentioned Jeffrey, um, guys like Landon Castle, um, yeah. Anthony Alfredo, oh, guys for like sure. that that just appreciate the opportunity. Uh, Ryan Vargas, who was in the studio yes. a couple weeks ago, um, if you go back and listen to that episode of the show, just how excited he sounds on on the radio talking about just getting the opportunity, you know, to just sit in a car, much less go out on the racetrack and drive it. Um, and those are the kind of guys you cheer for, the guys yes. who just appreciate where they came from as opposed to, and I, I'm not, not knocking anybody who you know, may have had the, the opportunity handed to them or given to them or whatever. I'm sure to a certain extent everybody's earned the opportunities that they've given, um, but those guys really worked hard. I mean, those guys worked yes. from nothing yep. to get where they are, and they, they appreciate the opportunity, and some of them have – better opportunities than others. I mean, you know, take Anthony Alfredo, for instance. He's gone from a top-tier team to a lower-funded team, back to a sort of middle-of-the-stream team, and now he's got our motorsports, which is really coming along nicely um, yes. with all of their cars, uh, more so, you know, Jeb and, and I Anthony. would argue that they're one short step. Oh, yeah. Like, well, they're, short. They, you know, they're this close. Mm-hmm. You know, to being a, a a contending team every week. How many times has Anthony almost won a race this year? Oh yeah, um, and and Jeb too. Jeb was close to winning. Um, you know, on Saturday. Yeah, that was good too. I'm glad to um, see Jeb have a good run. Yeah, for sure. So the rest of the top ten, uh, AJ Allmendinger continues his uh, streak of running great races for Colleg Motorsports or Colleg Racing. He finished in third. Ryan Sieg uh, is probably the the guy in the field that's like, wait, where did he come from? Yeah. Um, finished in fourth. Landon Castle got a top five. We mentioned uh, Anthony Alfredo has pasta in sixth. Uh, Riley Harpst finished in seventh. Uh, Joe Graff Jr., who's going to be a guest on our show in like three weeks or so. Oh. Um, he'll be uh, sitting in studio with us. So he finished in oh, eighth. Wow. Myatt Snyder uh, finished in ninth. And then another hour motorsports driver, Brett Moffitt, finished in uh, the top ten. So um, tough break for uh, guys like uh, Justin Allgaier, who was leading toward the end and got caught up in the wreck. Yeah. Uh, that ended his day uh, prematurely, too. Yeah, that's, well, Talladega. You know, it's just it's true. You're, sometimes you're the windshield and sometimes you're the ball. You sum that up in just just one word, yeah. Talladega. That's yeah. all it is. Guys like uh, Ty Gibbs also got involved, Daniel yep. Hemrick, um, which ultimately ended their day. Uh, Brandon Brown, Kaz Grala, Sam Mayer all uh, also involved in uh, accidents that uh, prematurely ended their day. Kaz was in the 48, the big red machine car, mm-hmm. and um, he's going to be in it again, I think, at Kansas this week. And I'm happy to see him getting a shot in that. They just, I think they, it isn't that they don't like Jade Buford anymore. There was no fight or anything like that. They just wanted to put a, a driver in that they thought could kind of um, help them to, you know, see where their program was a little bit. And, you know, it's almost like getting a second opinion from a doctor. So Well, I mean, Kaz pretty much can be a doctor at this point. He's ran for just about every team in the garage area at some point. He's also smart last, enough to be a doctor. <laughs> I mean, listen to him talking. You're not like, wrong, but he's another no, one of those guys that we you know we, we mentioned in the same breath as Landon Castle and Anthony yeah. Alfredo, somebody who just loves the opportunity, yep. will drive anything he can get his, his hands on and feed in and – um, and he's a smart guy. I mean, you know, we, we talked about it, you know, joking aside, he can be one of those guys that, you know, will, will give every, everything he's got behind the wheel. I thought of a Kaz Grawis story we can tell in the next segment. Oh, good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. We're uh, going to step aside and uh, take a break. Dominic Starkweather is coming up too as well. More of the NSO Password after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
automotive technicians, and auto service trainees. How would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. This is Justin Law, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pack. Our buddy Justin Lofter bringing us back from break, and uh, we miss having him on the show. We're going to get him back on here uh, pretty soon. He's doing some desert racing these days, uh, running the best of the desert and uh, doing some score racing and Baja racing and uh, doing that kind of thing. So. That's some crazy stuff. Man, to hear him talk about that kind of stuff, too, is just, like, mind-blowing. Just, you know, how hot it gets and, you know, just being oh, in yeah. the desert. And I, I envy people who uh, who can do that kind of thing. Um, speaking of, uh, and, and Justin's obviously one of those guys that we advocate for. I mean, he was instrumental in helping us get going and helping us, uh, you know, many, many moons ago as we were, uh, what, episode number, what, 359 or something like that yeah. of our show at this point. So, um, or 259 of our show. So, um, speaking of guys that uh, advocate for us and, and help help us get going, Eric Jones is one of those guys. And uh, man, you got to feel for for him and, and the whole organization, the whole team. The, the forty three having the historic number and you know the, the history behind the car at Talladega, inches feet away from from seeing victory lane, and and it all goes south uh, thanks to 
and Ross Chastain and Kyle Larson, which I'm not, I'm not dogging them at all. I mean, Kyle did what he had to do to almost win the race, but it ended up costing the 43 a chance. At uh, I mean, and the thing is, like, I'm watching it at home, and it's just, as a media, you're not supposed to be biased. But this is Talladega, and the 43 takes the white flag as the leader, and you just want to see that car win. I, I don't care who you are, and if you don't, then what the heck is wrong with you, right? So I'm literally rooting, closed fist, rooting, cheering out loud, you know, come on, Eric, come on, Eric, hang on. And he gets to turn four, and I'm I'm, I'm like DW at that point. You got it, you got <laughs> it, you're going to win. And it, you're just, it's like, what in the world? It, and it was almost like when you're watching it in real time, I was so into the moment, and it was almost like a video game. The car just disappeared from the screen. Like it glitched and came like back. Like it glitched, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> they're saying Ross Chastain won, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yep. yeah, it's like when I watched Crazy. the race for the, for the on, on TV, it's, it's like I remember when I was a kid, I used to play with Hot Wheels all the time, yeah. and I would push the car down the track, and you Me know, the one car be... You know, all the way on the other side of the racetrack, and I pushed the rest of the field, and all of a sudden, the first place car would be like tent. I'm like, yeah. wait, what happened? <laughs> and so it was like somebody stopped the, you know, paused the, paused the race, grabbed the car, held onto it for a second, waited till everybody went by, and then let it go. Um, and it ended up finishing sixth. It's but unbelievable. I mean, you know, like you said, you're not supposed to be biased, but Eric Jones is, is one of those kids. I guess he's not a kid now. He's a, you know, he's a man now. He's to me, um, <laughs> right? But uh, you know, he he was instrumental in kind of helping us get going. I and mean, we've been a part. He's been a part of our show for most of his milestones yep. in his career, from winning the Snowball Derby to graduating high school to getting his Truck Series ride. Um, so, you know, we, he's been on for a lot of those uh, milestones in his career. So we're hopefully going to have him in studio here pretty soon to co-host an episode of the show with us, hopefully bringing Ty Dillon along with him. Um, but, uh, you know, he, they work for GMS. And, uh, you know, of course, Leighton is, is, is a, a big guy for us. And so hopefully we'll be able to make that happen in the near future. But you just feel for, for him. And, you know, I know that he's going to get that victory at some point in time. And, and I think he's going to make oh, – man. He's already got a lot of uh, pretty big fan base. But I, I feel like his fan base is going to grow immensely once he gets that car in victory lane. Oh, I think so too. And the thing is, like, on any other day, sixth would be a great finish for that team. Right. But – you know, when when you were leading the race 100 feet from the finish line, sixth is a little bit of a bitter pill, right? I mean, it's it's just uh, – but, man, it was great to see him have that kind of a run and good for Ross Chastain. I mean, he, he definitely – you know, you got to be in position to win and take advantage of the opportunity. And, you, and like you said, you can't blame Kyle Larson. Kyle didn't mm-hmm. do anything. No. You know, um, he was just, you know, trying to win. And, you know um, – I mean, hindsight being twenty twenty, whether he makes the move, you know, who knows? But um, yeah, it was just it was just crazy. I mean, you think about Ross Chastain and where Trackhouse was at the beginning of the year. I mean, it was a brand new team. We didn't really even know if they were going to be a contender. We kind of thought they would be because you know it was new all Chip Ganassi equipment. Yeah. But with new, with new car and a new team, it's always yeah. kind of an iffy situation. And, and Ross started out, you know, being competitive, uh, and even Daniel Suarez was competitive a couple of weeks into the season and then went to Coda and he, you know, pretty much just Mario carted his way into the, into the win. <laughs> yeah. But then four weeks later, he backs it up with a win at Talladega and that's two different tracks, two very different facilities, which shows not only where Ross Chastain has come from, but just how much he's grown as a driver just in the last year and a half to two years that he's been working with colleague and with niece. Well, yeah. And I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone 
is has ever questioned the fact that Ross can be a winner in the at the cup yeah, level. Of course, um, I know I haven't. And you know, I'm obviously the way that he won at Coda was, but that's Ross. He's 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 not afraid to be aggressive. He'll do what it takes to win, and he's not afraid to take the heat for doing that. And you 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 can't disrespect that. Uh, you know, he he definitely um, put himself out there, and then so this time. He didn't do any of that. He just took advantage of, you know, everybody else's uh, bumper tag or whatever and just happened to be the guy across the line. And I think he was, you could hear him on the radio, was almost like, did this just really happen? Like, you know, because I think he thought Eric Jones was going to win the race too. So you know. Take somebody to go run to the grocery store and buy some watermelons real quick because they didn't think he was going to win. They and didn't have any on hand. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where if the finish line was where it normally is at most racetracks, Eric Jones wins. Exactly. You know? But exactly. it's so far down toward turn one that by the time, you know. So, yeah, just unbelievable finish. I thought, you know, it lived up to its billing. I thought this was two really great races you're always going to have a multi-car pileup that's just the nature of the kind of racing they do at these speedways now which i think is the result of just not enough horsepower you know um which again i'm not suggesting we go put i know a lot of people like to see that but it's just not going to happen because look at your streetcar um you know you just that's this Very is good. what nascar is it's stock car supposed to be or at least resemble what the current stock car situation is um and so um you know we see what we see but i just i i thought for the most part it was very you could run both grooves you could run the third groove you could there there was some great racing both days Yep, that's for sure. So the rest of the top 10 in the uh, Cup Series race, Austin Dillon came home second, so a good run by good him. Good run, three second both days. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. the three-car finished second both days. Kyle Busch came home in third. There's more on that story here in a little bit. Uh, Kyle Larson came home fourth. Martin Truex Jr. needed a good run. He uh, ended up in fifth. We mentioned Eric Jones finishing in sixth. Chase Elliott was seventh. Michael McDowell came home eighth. Alex Bowman was uh, ninth. So all four Hendrick drivers finished in the top 10, and uh, happy Kevin Harvick came home in uh, 10th. If you look a little further down the list, Ryan Blaney was 11th. Justin Haley had a good run. Not surprising because he's always good on super speedways. Yes. Um, and College Racing is always good there too. Correct. Uh, came home in uh, 12th. William Byron led a lot of laps, uh, 38 to be exact. He came home in 15th. Uh, Bubba Wallace, who won stage one, came home 17th. Um, his uh, his boss was right behind him, Denny Hamlin, who came home in 18th. They're just struggling this year in the 11 car. He had, that good, he had the win, but they're struggling. Well, and it I would argue two different fates there. Bubba actually had a great run, True. but it's, this is what super speedway racing is. You're leading one minute and like Eric, right? Leading one minute, <laughs> six, the next. Exactly. And that's, that's it. He just finished 17th. I mean, he also got involved in that earlier incident too, but um, ended up 17th, uh, which I would argue was a good day. Not as good as they could have had it, but a good day for them. But, but again, the boss man, you know, 18th he said at one point this car is dead in the draft you just can't it just wouldn't go so it you know they they just didn't have what it needed but again on a super speedway you just get lucky sometimes you can still end up in the top five that just didn't happen for denny it's like throwing 39 cars in the air and whichever one lands yeah. on its wheels are the well, ones that again miss the wreck and you're you just gain 20 and positions and you never know when the wreck's going to happen it's right. usually you know, in years past, and I feel like maybe with this new car, we saw a lot of bump drafting, primarily from Brad Keselowski, um, oh, bumping gosh. Joey Logano. But oh, that, my goodness. If you look at, at how that happened and, and how much Brad was pushing him 
everywhere around the racetrack, not just yeah. in, the, in the corners or on the super speedway on the super stretch. But he was literally pushing Joey sideways at certain points. And I, Joey did a heck of a job keeping that car straight. Um, and at one point, he was like, you know what? I'm done with you and just bailed out. And just yeah. like, here, you, you go ahead because you're going to end up wrecking me on the field. How, how funny was Dale Jr.? They're like in that moment, like whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> Dale. He's so expressive when he's when he's announcing because it's like he's in the car, you know, driving it, and and he gets so excited and he just has so much fun. Um, we can talk more about him being in the guesting in the Fox right. later, but yeah, that was definitely Joey. It's a good thing he's run some dirt races because man, that thing was bad sideways. He was uh, he, sawing that wheel. He's obviously become quite the dirt racer. Cool. He, he almost uh, ended up winning the uh, the Bristol Dirt Race a while back. Sure did. Uh, you know, uh, well, he did win the row. first one. He, he won the first yeah. one, right, but for two years Last in a row, year. he almost yep. did it. Yeah. Um, but uh, NASCAR is off to uh, Dover next, uh, which is always a unique track. Uh, they only get to do Dover once this time, this year. Yeah. Um, but uh, it'll be a, a good uh, old horse track, one-mile track. Um, and then uh, from there, they come to uh, Darlington for Throwback Weekend. There's some pretty, really cool schemes that are uh, coming out for that, which we'll talk about uh, next week's on the show. But um, some really cool paint schemes uh, coming out for that, too. So um, I think we have a little bit of time to do uh, Black Flag, Checker Flag. We only have two of us tonight because Peter Noah are not here. Um, thanks to the Mexican food they ate on the way home. But uh, that was their choice. So, well, you know, that's you reap what you sow, I guess. Yes. Um, or I guess you reap what you eat, but whatever. Um, so <laughs> Not uh, that we're insulting Mexican food, but truck stop Mexican food, maybe not quite the choice. Yeah, yeah. You just well, if you me... got a long drive home, that's not the choice. <laughs> exactly right, you know, especially from Talladega. Eat mm-hmm. like a toasted cheese that binds you. You know, that's what you do. <laughs> ten hours, well, I mean, spending ten hours on the car with Noah would probably make me want to <laughs> bind myself up anyways, but... That's all I was right. Anyway, so uh, checker flag, uh, black flag, checker flag. If you have never joined us, basically we, we get to black flag or and checkered flag, anything, anyone from the entire race weekend of motorsports, whatever it may be. Um, so uh, I guess time you can go first, and then I will. Uh, oh we'll gosh. Um, all right, I'm gonna start with. I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse it. I'm gonna start with my checkered flag, and I'm giving it to Jeffrey Earnhardt and Larry McReynolds because, again, my goodness gracious, how how much fun was that to watch? Uh, with with a nod to Eric Jones and the 43 team, also, um, black flag. Uh, I guess I'm gonna give it to Brad Keselowski for doing everything but wrecking Joey Logano, but it's a light one. I mean, I just I don't know. I didn't see any real. Um, black flag moments over the weekend, at least at Talladega. How about you? Did you I see mean, something? That, that's true. My checker flag will go to Trackhouse. I mean, I, I, at the beginning of Fair the year, enough. I don't know if you could have, I could have predicted Trackhouse would have even won one race. And here we are, two races um, already under the belts, both by Ross Chastain. He's solidly now in the playoffs. Black flag is going to be a little bit hard for me. I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to go with Kyle Busch. We pick on him all the time. But it's really the things that he's saying, like the, the comments that he's making in regards to his contract situation, which we'll talk about when we get to the next longer segment. Um, uh, we've got a, a guest in uh, Dominic Starkweather coming on in a little bit. But um, we'll go into deeper detail about why I'm giving him the black flag. But sometimes you just got to learn to keep your mouth shut. Like if you don't have anything to say, just, you know, plead the fifth and move on. But that's not Kyle Busch. That's not the Kyle Busch way. He's never been known. And I really, quite frankly... As not only a NASCAR fan, but also as a member of the media, I don't want him to shut up because that doesn't give us anything to talk well, about. Well, I was going to say, see, <laughs> you know, on it's the a one double-edged checkered flag. Right. I don't really want to give it to him because I want him to keep talking. On the it. one hand, yeah, he's he's great conversation. Um, and, and, you know, you, you give him a little credit. Sometimes there's a little bit of theater involved. Don't ever assume that Kyle doesn't That's know true. when he wants to stir trouble. 
Kyle knows now when, when to get under people's skin. And, and I'm not saying that's what this was. And like I said, we'll talk more in detail, but um, you know, the, the one time he won and he's doing the crying tears, you know, like with his hands, you know, that sort of thing. It's like, um, he knows when he knows when to turn it on. He's got the biggest, the bow. Whisk. he's got the biggest whisk in the kitchen. Yeah. And he, yeah, he knows how Kyle's knows always how to, been like that. How to turn the dial. Speaking of uh, track house racing, before we go to break, they uh, have a new sponsor. Worldwide Express is going to join the team. They're going to sponsor both Ross and Daniels for us for the remainder of the season. Um, they're a Dallas-based freight and logistics company, so we're always uh, looking in, in, into new sponsors coming into the sport. And uh, so congratulations to those guys. They picked a great team. Yeah, they that team's done a great, great, great job. Justin Marks and the whole staff there have yeah, done a great that job. That's for of, sure. You know. right, we are going to step aside and uh, take a break. We'll have the second hour of our show coming up and uh, uh, Dominic Starkweather as well when we come back. 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. How do airplanes fly? What's in this box? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Learn how to store your gun securely and make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt pure love at the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com.
I'm Matt Benedetto, the brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Well, the best thing about Fantasy NASCAR this week is that the boys aren't here to pick, so that means Tom and I get the pick of the litter. We get to pick anybody we want to, basically, in the entire field um, as we go to Dover this uh, weekend. The Xfinity and the Cup Series both in action. Trucks are off on their uh, summer vacation again, um, but they'll be back at, Talladega, or at uh, Daytona, uh, Darlington. I'll get one of the tracks right here in a minute. Wow. Um, in the next couple of weeks, but uh, I know. Thank you. I was waiting for that. <laughs> um, but uh, let's go over the standing from Talladega. I picked uh, Ty Gibbs, who uh, wrecked. Um, and Brad Keselowski, who also wrecked. Um, so I didn't get a whole lot of points for those guys. Noah picked A.J. Allmendinger, who nearly won uh, the Xfinity race, and Alex Bowman, who finished in the top 10, so he got some, some good points. Respectable finish for him, ninth to be exact. Uh, Nick DeGroote picked uh, Daniel Hemrick, who wrecked, and uh, Daniel Suarez, who wrecked a couple of times during the race, but still ended up with a uh, 30-something place finish, so he got a few points there. Uh, Peter picked Landon Castle, who came home, I believe, third in the Xfinity Series race. Uh, so he got good points there. But he picked Joel Logano in the cup race, who wrecked. Um, and then uh, Tom picked Josh Berry in the Xfinity Series race, uh, who got some decent points, and uh, William Byron. So Tom came out with more points than anybody else, which he doesn't need because he's already 9,000 points ahead <laughs> of everybody else. So um, to be exact, it's well, I can't do the math that quick, but uh, 100 and... Uh, a lot. Uh, wow. So, um, yeah, 100 and a lot. Like, um, it's eight, 830 races. to 694. Whew. So, we're talking wow. 106, two races, at least two races. 36 points, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, we go to Dover this weekend. Um, I pick first because I'm uh, I'm holding up the totem pole. Um, so, in the Xfinity Series race, I'm going to take Ty Gibbs again because it's Dover. Um, he does have experience in the Arca Series there. So, I feel like he might uh, have a good run and he has to have some sort of redemption from last week. Um, and in the Cup Series, I'm picking Kyle Larson um, because I need points. And uh, Kyle hasn't won in uh, a few weeks, so I think it's time for him to see victory lane again. So, all right, Tom, you're up. All right. So, um, Xfinity, I can afford to maybe take a slight chance here. Um, but I think I will go with um, Noah Gregson again. Let's go with Noah. Um and in the cup race, it's got to be a Hendrick car. You pick Byron's. No, I picked you picked Larson. Uh, Larson so yeah. I'll pick William Byron. I mean, um, one, one of the two. It's got to be. I feel like. Well, we, Bowman. Hendrick's overdue. So all right, we'll be back oh. right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. 
You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. So we mentioned that the uh, Xfinity Series as well as the Trucks and uh, Cup Series is going to be at Darlington here in a few weeks, throwback weekend. Paint schemes are coming out, and there are some very, very cool paint schemes that are already being unveiled. Um, A lot of throwback schemes from the 90s, um, which is really cool to see. Um, today, Jeb Burton, um, announced a new sponsorship with Solid Rock Carriers. They're going to run a 1992 throwback. Um, I haven't seen the car yet, but, uh, they're going to throw back there. Uh, I think Solid Rock used to, uh, used to be a sponsor way back in the day. So they're going to wow. throw back to their sponsorship from 1992. So it's pretty cool. Um, I know I saw William Byron's got, uh, paying homage to his boss, uh, Jeff Gordon with the, uh, the Exalt of Flames. Of course. Um, right. Exactly. Of course. Why not? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Corey LaJoy is doing one for Marty Robbins, the old uh, the the pink and yellow oh, okay. 777 uh, car, and a- they're actually going. NASCAR apparently is going to let him run the 777 car um, for the Throwback Weekend. Uh, oh, they're, they're, they're going to let him run the number. They're going to let him run the number. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Another um, bill. I'm trying that's to think awesome. of what else I've seen. Um, Byron's going to run a Mark Martin scheme uh, with the Valvoline colors um, on his car. Um, Kyle Larson's doing one too, but I can't remember what his is. But for those who who are too young to remember Marty Robbins, by the way, very old country western singer back in the seventies used to race NASCAR as a hobby, and again just had a great time doing it. He he was running number forty two, and Kyle Petty was going to start racing for Petty Enterprises. He gave up his number, changed it to twenty four, so that. Kyle could have the 42. That's awesome. Just a great guy. That's yeah. actually really cool. Yeah. That's a cool story. But yep. uh, lots of throwback schemes, and, and all three series are doing it, too. There's a lot of cool truck series, truck series schemes, easy for me to say, 
uh, coming out to Xfinity as well. So uh, it's going to be a great weekend. If you've never been to Darlington, um, since I moved to North Carolina, that's been my go-to track. I always try to make it to, to Darlington, for th- at least for Throwback Weekend every year. Um, and, and I'm excited about going to the Xfinity Series race and the Cup race this year um, and seeing the Throwback schemes. It's, it's going to be a cool race. And, and that track is a much different track from all the tracks we've been to yet. So yes. with a new car, I think it's going to be a really cool race. Um, to see for sure. Yeah, that'll be real uh, intriguing. On, on Sunday afternoon, uh, Mother's Day weekend. So we're going to step aside here and take a break. Um, when we come back, we're going to be joined by uh, Dominic Starkweather, uh, Pirelli uh, GT4 driver um, with uh, some really cool paint scheme that I like a lot. We'll be back with more right after this. And you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the Inside Pass as we uh, get ready to kick off the second hour of our show. Uh, Chase Elliott's cool, obviously, um, but we have somebody on the phone who's just as cool, if not cooler, because some of the cars that he's driven, I think Chase would be envious of. Um, he is a driver in the uh, GT4 Pirelli uh, series, and uh, we welcome Dominic Starkweather to the Inside Pass for the first time. What's going on? Not much. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for taking some time out to uh, to join to join us here uh, tonight. So a lot of our fans, obviously NASCAR fan base, don't really know a lot about the uh, this GT4 series. So tell us a little bit about exactly what the series is. Yeah. So it's SRO GT4 America presented by Pirelli, and uh, it is all GT4 classification cars. There's like eleven or twelve different manufacturers, and uh, kind of broken up into by FIA classifications of drivers, gold, silver, bronze. And, uh, and yeah, so there's three classes within the GT4 series. Uh, your amateur, so it's two AMs. The, the format is an hour-long two-driver sprint race, and uh, you have about a 10-minute window to switch drivers in between the race. And uh, like I said, there's there's three classes of drivers. There's two AMs, uh, which is two amateur drivers, two bronze drivers, two silvers, which is two pro drivers, and then pro-am, which is obviously an amateur and a pro. Wow. So which division are you in then? Are both you and your teammate pros, or which division do you compete in? Yep, we race in the silver-silver category so the pro pro category okay and that's what i love about sports car racing because everybody's on the track at the same time and you know you really get sometimes in some of the series a, a, a pretty drastic difference in speed and experience um what's it like for you with your series everybody pretty close or do you get a lot of sort of diversity among the field yeah i would say we the our series is probably one of the most talented G24 series uh, in, in the world, in my personal opinion. Everyone is, is really close. Even the AMs, uh, the gentleman drivers, are they're usually pretty good. Uh, most of them are being coached by professionals that race in EMSA. Uh, we had some IndyCar guys last year. Oh, wow. So it, it's a pretty competitive series. Now, where are you from? I am from Cave Creek, Arizona. Okay, and sounds like a Western town. Yeah, <laughs> kind of does. <laughs> it? Sounds like Junior's Western. It's like town. Yellowstone, like yeah. the setting for Yellowstone. Or something. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, cow- cowboy Western. How does <laughs> how does somebody from your area and, and you know how do you how did you get started in racing? What got you interested in it? And how did you get started? You have not been racing very long at all. No, it actually goes back to my dad, who was a big uh, NASCAR fan, actually. Uh, his favorite driver being Dale Earnhardt Sr. and then uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. But So he, he kind of sparked the interest for me because everyone wants to be like their dad when they grow up. And he loved, he loved NASCAR. He did some NASCAR driving experiences. And that's kind of where, where it all started. He bought me a dirt bike when I was 10 years old, and uh, we started doing some some dirt biking and he had a quad and that's kind of where the passion for for the sport grew uh i always wanted to be in motocross and supercross and only after a short period of time dirt biking my dad's like eh, it's too dangerous 
too much, uh, too much, too grueling on the body. So, so uh, we swapped it out for a little <laughs> dirt go kart that uh, that I kind of built and and did all the work on um, by myself. I would I drive in the backyard, set up figure eight courses, and be drifting it, hit it against the wall, bend the frame, oh, cut wow. it off, reweld it on, and I. I'd blow a motor up every now and then have to scrape my dad for 50 bucks to buy a rebuild kit. And then I'd, <laughs> I'd learn how to rebuild a little Honda motor and then it'd blow up again. Cause I did it wrong. And, but, uh, but that's, that's the real world of racing too. So it, it kind of was my, my little go-kart in the backyard was my first real look into, into racing, even though I wasn't racing, but, uh, that's kind of where it all started. And then it just progressed from there. I bet your dad is glad that you have now signed a contract and you're not driving for him anymore so he can save a few bucks from his pocketbook having to get uh, repair yeah. cars and stuff. Uh, so if you were looking at your bio, um, you know, a typical 20-year-old kid probably doesn't have half the, haven't, hasn't the half the things that you've done, um, including driving Porsches and BMWs. Now, I mean, you know, at 20 years old, I don't even know if I was even, you know, figuring out what I wanted to do with my life at 20 years old. And here you are driving Porsches and BMWs. You've got to live a really hard life. Yeah, you know it's a it's a real struggle. No, I've been uh, I've been very fortunate and blessed uh, my whole life, and especially in my motorsports career. Uh, I I started off in in Scion FRSs and and Subaru BRZs, and it, it just kind of exploded, um, thankfully. And I've been, like I said, very very blessed to to have the opportunities that I had. And w- wouldn't really change my situation at all. So you've been road racing basically the whole time. Um... Now, what is this Scion class? I haven't heard of that before. Yeah, so I was racing in SCCA. So, oh, okay. So, like I said, my my go karts is where where I started, and then me and my dad, my dad did like some track days in a, in an old Camaro, and uh, I would ride passenger with him, and I kind of that's where I learned about actual road courses and track. Gotcha. And then and then we got a little Scion FRS and. We built it up, and I, I raced it in SCCA, and got second in my first race, and set, set the track record, and wow. it kind of snowballed from there. You, I mean, you've only been racing about four years, right? Yeah, uh, been been behind the wheel of a car for about four years. That's crazy, Randy. Oh, I just shake my head because I, I, again, four years ago, I don't even know what I was thinking about four years ago. Well, you raced for how long? I mean, you were in Not, it for... Well, I mean, we don't want to talk about my racing career. Um, well, but, but that's um, kind of my point. Like, this kid goes out and gets second in his first race and breaks the track record. You know, you you and I as racers just are complete failures. I think I broke the record for most, most wrecks just, in a single season or something like that. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, I am I have records, but none of them are anything worth bragging about. I'm just going to go cry somewhere now. Yeah, I'm going to curl up in the so, <laughs> so where did you, where did you go from that did you go straight to what you're racing now with Pirelli or did, was there sort of a stop in between there walk us through your career we got about a minute and a half yeah so I did I did SCCA for a couple of years like I said I second my first race and the next year ran a full season won the championship won two championships uh, the west coast and then then a regional championship wow and then and then we ran another season uh along that in SCCA, but kind of was transferring to SRO. Okay. Uh, and we weren't really looking to win a championship, so we, we didn't necessarily run all the events and, and kind of do the, the work that we needed to. And then when it came down to it at the end, it was like, we're, we're actually still in this and we could win. And uh, we, we lost the championship by two points 
in the in the oh, last race man. of the season, we were leading by 12 seconds with uh, four laps to go, and we had a we had a car failure, so we we had the championship without even really really pushing for it, but we lost it. So kind of like we got second, <laughs> and uh, and then we went to race in the the SCCA national runoff and qualified fifth out of I think 26 cars, second second through seventh were separated by 0. 0.07 seconds. Wow. So super close. Seven thousandths. Yeah, seven thousandths of a second. Whew. And uh, the second the green flag dropped, my my rods came out of my motor, and that was my race. <laughs> so uh, wasn't much of a race, but it was a good experience. I was I was telling Tom before uh, we started recording the show tonight that I, your the paint scheme on your on your car is awesome. I love red and black. It's one of my favorite cars, um, favorite colors of, of car combinations. And I noticed it, it's red car racing, so I mean it makes a lot of sense. But I digress. I'm I'm a little slow on the mark. Um, when we uh, when we come back from break, though, I do want to ask you about a couple of things because I know off the track. Um, you're a big advocate for for building houses for you know for people, and and you've been to Mexico and you build houses for them down there, and you've actually got an incentive racing program that's part of your racing career that deals with the construction industry, which I think is really cool. Um, so if if you don't mind hanging on, I do want to ask you about that when we come back from break. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Dominic's gonna stick around. Yes, and, uh, he's gonna come back. Uh, we're gonna step aside and, and talk to him about that. It's it's really cool. I'm just reading the bio. Um, I, you you guys be fascinated to hear about this story because it's really cool. Um, so we're gonna step aside. We'll have more uh, with Dominic Starkweather uh, on the other side of the break. More inside pass rolls on right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents. Vehicle dynamics and feedback. Skid control and skid recovery. Threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. 
But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hey, this is Jeff Burton, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Got a shameless plug real quick. Uh, if you guys miss any of our show, you can uh, catch it on, on demand at any point in time during the week. All you got to do is uh, go to your favorite podcasting website, search for the Inside Pass, and you will find all of the episodes there. We are also on all of the social media platforms, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, or even on TikTok, but please don't make me uh, please don't make me do TikTok. Um, but we are at the Inside Pass on there as well. And steeringwillnation.com is now live. Well, I was about to ask you if it was steeringwillnation.com is live. All you have to do is go to steeringwillnation.com and it will be right on the homepage. You can click the player, just play it right from the homepage. Speaking of steering wheels, our guest, uh, Dominic Starkweather, is is a, a driver in the Pirelli uh, Pirelli Four Series, and uh, before the break, I, I mentioned that uh, he does a lot of things off the track. You know, the racing careers are awesome. You know, always got to obviously your your first uh, first thing you want to do is always want to be a race car driver. But aside from that, um, you do some mission trips. You, you take some people down there and uh, build some houses in Mexico. Talk a little bit about uh, about your community service work that you do. Yeah, so that kind of all started when I I'm actually an Eagle Scout. Uh, so to become an Eagle Scout, you have to do a, a project that kind of gives back to the community or helps right. others. Right. So that's where that all started. I, uh, I helped re-landscape a, a church in, in downtown Phoenix that is, is very poor, St. Matthew's Church. And that was uh, one of kind of the first things I did. I led like 46 people to do it, and uh, we got it done in, I think, two days. And then with the houses in Mexico, that was actually through my school. I went to Notre Dame High School. Uh, I had the opportunity to to lead uh, 40 students and some teachers. And we went down to Rocky Point, Mexico, and with one mission group. And we built uh, our trip that went down both times. Actually, we built two houses and uh, so a total of four and they're, they're not very big houses. Most people in America would kind of probably think of them as sheds. It's a 20 by 10. Uh, the first ones we built were made out of 2 by 4s, and it just had plywood sheeting on the outside. Oh, wow. But, yeah, and the second ones were actually kind of a foam concrete, a little bit different style. But, you know, for these people, it, it was a life-changing thing, even though, like I said, we would think of it as, as a shed. It's a 20 by 10 square foot thing with really nothing on the inside. Um, but it's really cool to see kind of the emotions of those people and to see how you change their life. Cause a lot of them are living in, living in cardboard boxes or <sighs> they have plywood kind of stacked up in a lean to against the car. And, uh, they, they actually have to work. They have to do a certain amount of community service to be eligible to, 
to get the house built for them. So it's kind of they have to give back to their community before oh, wow. their community gives back to them, which is which is really cool. Wow, that is cool. That is awesome. That is really awesome. So part of that uh, story uh, leads into an uh, initiative that you guys have uh, with your team this year called uh, the Construction Alliance. Talk a little bit about this initiative because it, it seems like a really cool idea. Yeah, the Construction Alliance kind of starts uh, back back with my dad. He he owns a uh, construction company, Starkweather Roofing. It's a roofing uh, commercial roofing company, and we want to give the opportunity for other people, other owners in the construction world, to kind of showcase what they do in in the national motorsports world. Because you you see some some cars every now and then sponsored by by construction people, but you don't really see it as much. And it's it's the the construction guys build build the world for us. You know, they they give us what we have and they build what we have. So it's it's cool to partner with with other companies like that, like Beacon Roofing Supply. They sure. they make roofing materials, and uh, they they're on the car. They're they're going to be the first of hopefully many, and uh, it's just a way to bring the construction community together and show off. How, how awesome the construction community is. That's awesome. Well, and again, it's unique. And um, that's a that's a very interesting story. Now, do those guys get to go to the racetrack with you and, and enjoy the racing? Or is it just sort of a partnership that kind of goes on in the industry, so to speak? No, for sure. They they get a, they get VIP access. Sweet. They're coming out to the tracks. We, we host hospitality events for them. We will bring the car to actually like conventions. Uh, so we'll, we'll bring the car out to conventions to where they're showing off their products, but also showing off kind of their brand on the in car the yeah. to, to other brands in booths. Correct. Uh, so that's a cool way or, or a cool thing we do to kind of to bring it all back together. That's pretty neat. Um, go ahead and talk about uh, your other sponsors. Yeah. So so Beacon Roofing Supply, like I said, they're they're the first of many in the in the construction alliance, and then P1 Auction House is a an online car car selling. Um, Eric, he kind of it's, it's an online auction. Uh, okay, it's pretty cool because they sell all sorts of cars. It's not not just race cars. It's not it's if anything to think of. Uh, Stark with a roofing commercial roofing company, and uh, and yeah, Dexter Racing is actually the team I drive for. They're uh, they're big help in, in helping us win and and doing doing what we do. So, well, talk about them a little bit and talk about your teammate. Yeah, so Dexter Racing is a is a team out of out of Nebraska, very small town of two thousand. The the name blanking in my head right now, but it's a it's a family run business, family run team. Uh, my co driver is Ryan Dexter, one of one of uh, the brothers on the team and okay and it's it's really cool because they like i said it's a family team they it's not we're not the biggest fanciest team in the world we're a we're a hard-working team everyone works very hard there kind of kind of a blue collars team per se uh not not saying anything bad about them but i'm just kind of that that's the vibe it's a it's a small family hard-working team and and we go and we put results up. Our first our first race with them, we we qualified on pole or we qualified second 
on the front row. We were we were two out of forty one cars, and, and like I said, we're not a very big team. It's a it's wow. a two car team, and uh, they they run another car and they ran an Aston Martin last year. But this is the first race with the Toyota. They had about two weeks before the race to uh, to be with the car and kind of work and tweak on it, and to be on the to be on the front row for the first week first race week of the season was just awesome now what it, it the the series is on cbs sports um and then they have a youtube channel as well um talk a little bit about where fans can find you first of all and then where fans can find the series yeah i'm on uh i'm on instagram facebook linkedin tiktok twitter uh dominic.starkweather for all those I know uh, you were talking about how you don't want to do TikTok, so you know that's the new name of the game. <laughs> I'm too old for TikTok. But, uh, <laughs> it's, but then our, our series is is live streamed on YouTube, broadcasted on CBS Sports. Uh, you can find them at SRO GT4 America and GT World on YouTube. I, I don't have anything against TikTok. I just find myself mesmerized by some of the videos and then i end up spending three long hours just sitting on tiktok for no apparent reason whatsoever which is wasting my life see so it has nothing no, to do I with tiktok it's way. just i'm mad at tiktok for wasting my life that's see, what I mean. my problem is is if i tried to do that I'm, tiktok dance i would probably blow a hip <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm the same way you go on there for for five seconds the next thing you know three hours has gone that's by exactly right. and and your brain is just fried. That that is exactly right. So, by the way, the races, the SRO GT4 series are their uh, YouTube channel is called GT World, and CBS Sports Network is where you can find the races. Dominic, yes. thank you so much for uh, coming in and uh, joining us, and uh, hopefully uh, we will uh, talk to you again after you've uh, won three or four more races uh, this season. Yeah, thank you guys for having me again. I uh, I appreciate your time, and the opportunity to be on the show. Again, Dominic Starkweather for uh, all my all my socials. And we wish you all the best this season, and I'm sure we'll definitely have you back. Go win us a race. We'll get we'll get you back on. Right. Oh, well, I'll win you a couple races. There you go. There you go. We'll definitely bring you back. Thanks, all right. Thanks, Dominic. Dominic. Uh, it's uh, D-O-M-I-N-I-C, by the way, if that's how you spell Dominic. Uh, yes. Starkweather. Okay. S- right. Uh, Starkweather is S-T-A-R-K-W-E-A-T-H-E-R. For those of you yes. who want to follow him on social media, I just looking at the car, it makes me want to just go follow him on social media because I love the Look at that car. Yeah, he's a, a really nice uh, young man, and and just very he works his tail off. Um, works out very you know hard and and prepares and does all the things that a young driver should do. And uh, for only having about four years of racing experience, um, he caught on really quick. And uh, of course, the goal for him is IMSA, and I have a feeling that he's got a bright future, and and probably won't be too long before you see him in the IMSA series. Especially at 20 years old. He's yeah. got a bright, bright future ahead of yeah, him, that's for, for sure. sure. Um, one of the things I, I bet he wishes he could do is uh, dominate a race like Max Verstappen did at uh, Imola cow. over the weekend. Did he ever? Um, he put a whooping on the entire field. Sure and did. Uh, ended up in victory lane. Uh, Ferrari had some trouble. Um, Leclerc had some trouble. Hamilton had trouble. Um, so uh, he, he didn't he, he didn't have a lot of competition, unfortunately. No, but... but Again, you let every lap. So see, and and again, if I love the way the season's gone in F one because every week it's something different. You don't know what you're gonna get, and boy, this week was was his week. 
I mean, I guess when they sometimes you're the windshield, sometimes you're the bug. Is that how that uh, that saying goes? But uh, well, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, you know, you, you did you did what you had to do, and uh, he uh, expanded his point lead um, in the F1 series standing. So uh, we are going to uh, take a break here. When we come back, I want to talk about uh, the Kyle Busch situation. There's a lot of different uh, avenues that we can take with this. There's a business perspective of it. Uh, personal perspective of it, uh, and I want to get uh, Tom's thoughts on that. Being uh, the business guy, um, what what he thinks about some of the things that Kyle has said and done over the last. We've few been weeks. teasing this the whole We've show. I feel like show, people so. are going, "What are you talking about?" It's the biggest already? segment in the world. We're going to step aside, <laughs> take a break. More of the NSFS right after this. Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at vsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. This is Justin Lopp, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pack.
Justin Lofton. The name's so nice, we played it twice. Exactly. <laughs> we paid him double for that yeah. in reentry too. Uh, welcome back uh, to the show. Uh, if you guys were just joining us, uh, Peter and Noah will be back uh, next week. Um, they will be here. I actually will not be. I have to take one more week off, uh, but uh, I will be back. You're in, turning into Johnny Carson. I know, I'm turning into Johnny Carson. Um, it's because my, my kid, my, my youngest kid plays T-ball. Um, and it just so happens that they had two Monday games scheduled, so oh, okay. I, I have to miss one more one more show to uh, go to my daughter's game. But this is the last Monday Monday game, so um, I will be out next week. But I'm going to try to find a really good last last time I took off. I I brought you Evan Christofoli and Ryan Vargas. Yeah, so I have to one up myself this time. So I'll see what I can bring uh, us three can, guests. Can wow, that would be and, interesting. Well, I mean, you'll have no one, Peter. So. I can't do much about that, but uh, but it will be <laughs> it will be Noah's last week because Noah's going back home That's for the, right. for summer. So we get rid of one, uh, but we have to keep Peter because he's contractually obligated right. to be here. Um, but we we uh, we get to be without Noah for about the next eight weeks, which is going to be the most wonderful eight weeks of my life. Um, not having I'm, I'm only kidding. I, I love Noah to death, and I am going to miss him. Yes, we kid because we care. I'm going to miss him for about three point five seconds, um, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Uh, we'll have Nick on too uh, periodically. I, I gave him a week off because I, I feel like he he wants to rest his voice because he talks way too much. Yeah. Um, on our show, but uh, he'll be back in the weeks to come. So, I mean, I did mention when uh, Joe Graff Jr. will be here the week that uh, it's Memorial Week, Memorial Day week, the week right. before the six hundred. I don't remember. It's like the twenty third or twenty fourth okay. of May. Uh, but he's going to come sit in uh, and be uh, be a host on us. He's, apparently, he's bringing an entourage because he's got people that's going to take pictures and video, and he's got like a whole big, <laughs> like spiel going on. Whatever. Paparazzi. I mean, I'm I'm good with it. Whatever. He's going to come be on the show, so I'm I'm okay with it. Whatever. Um, so let's talk about Kyle Busch. Um, not that he needs to be talked about, but um, he said some things over the weekend, uh, mainly dealing with his contract. Somebody asked him about his contract status, and he quite frankly said he didn't. Well, he said a bunch of things that I can't repeat because this is a family show. Um, however, it basically boiled down to he didn't know anything about his contract, and he basically said you should go ask Joe Gibbs, um, which got the uh, David Wilson from uh, Toyota talking because he was like, I, I really think you know it's cool that you have an attitude, but could you not kind of tone it down a little bit because um, we don't really need that in the media. Um, and it kind of just turned into this huge fiasco. So basically um, – as everybody knows, or if you don't know, Mars Eminem Mars is leaving the 18 team at the end of the season, which is one of the longest tenured sponsorships in NASCAR. Yes, they're pulling out of the sport to do some different things with their budgeting money or whatever. Um, so right now, Kyle's team, the 18 team, does not have a sponsor lined up for 2023, um, which has kind of started with this whole thing and kind of what threw everything in influx. Because without a sponsor, you really can't send a driver because you don't really know if the team's going to have sponsorship or not. Um, and that's kind of what, what started this whole thing. But I think a lot of it, Tom, boils down to, number one, Kyle's attitude towards the situation. And then, B, even though David Wilson, uh, you know, Coy Gibbs, a lot of those guys are even saying that, you know, they're, they're talking to some companies that are interested in coming on board. But from a business perspective, is that really the guy that you want representing your company? Well, and, you know, so here's the deal. There's a lot. To unpack here, yes. because first of all, when you look at Toyota, now, you, you know, you have to realize that Joe Gibbs racing is basically the parent Toyota team. Okay, so Toyota has much to do with who drives the cars. Correct. Um, and they've got a huge stable of young drivers that are coming up through the pipeline. Now, Kyle Busch, of course, is surely still in his prime. 
you know, he surely has probably five, ten maybe good years left, right? Um, but again, the other consideration here is sponsorships and the culture of whatever sponsor is willing to sign. So if, you know, sponsors look for different things. Monster Energy, for example, kind of likes its drivers a little edgy. They sort of like that. That's kind of their thing, sure. you know, which is why drivers like Ty Gibbs, you know, and Kurt Busch, um, you know, now Kurt's much tamer, obviously, than he was. But, you know, they, they do. They kind of like their drivers with a little bit of 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 edge. Um, other sponsors probably wouldn't want somebody like Kyle Busch. And it isn't because he can't drive, can't win races, can't sell a product. It's because. Kyle has a personality that can be, um, I don't want to call it toxic because I don't think that's the right word, Difficult. but it's polarizing. Yeah. You either love him or you don't like him at all. Right. Right. And, and unlike Dale Earnhardt, who was like that years ago, he was very obviously polarizing, right? You either loved him or hated him, but Dale as an individual, as a person, okay, was the Marlboro man. No. Oh, yeah. Everybody sure. just I mean, it, you know, either. But it was his driving you loved or hated. It wasn't him. Right. Right. Exactly. So you have a situation where if, you know, depending on who the sponsor wants is what happens. Now, I would think at this point that you would see Kyle back and I would think it would be really hard to imagine anybody else in that car um, other than Kyle Busch at this point. Um, but I'm here to tell you at some point, Ty Gibbs is going to be in a Gibbs car and the 18 is kind of the house car. So, you know, I, it's, it's something is in now, you know, Ty's got issues too, right? As we know, <laughs> but I, I, I give that That's more to youth than right. I do. You know, anything else right. like he he can I think he can be tamed a little, you know, again, a lot of Kyle's antics, like I said earlier, it's theater. He knows he's doing, but it's just a tough situation. I mean, everybody would think, well, it's an automatic Kyle will be back. They'll find him a sponsor. And my thought is they probably will. Right. But it almost feels to me like at least at this very moment, there may be a little bit of smoke behind Kyle's, um, you know, attitude or comments, mm -hmm. like something's going on, you know, at least in this moment where there is that scenario that could put him out of the car. Right. And you know, at that, can you imagine we get to the end of the season and Kyle Bush is now a free agent. He won't well, be for long. Well, you know, that's, it's, it's like, you know, what do you do? I mean, you know, do, do, you know, if you're Denny Hamlin, you start in a third car, you know, I mean, can you imagine a team with both Bush brothers and, you know, uh, now they won't because obviously they're having enough trouble getting the two. If anybody from the 2311 you know, team goes, it won't be Kurt. But, but sure. I'm just saying, you know, can you imagine because you've been at Hendrick. Okay. And where does he go? <laughs> Like, like what's available in 2023. So there is that real possibility. Now you, you would have to think that wouldn't you, that, that if, if 
if a sponsor came to Gibbs and just said, okay, we'll do this, but we don't want Kyle, um, Toyota would have to find a way you would see, you might see Kyle Busch Motorsports go cup racing Yeah, at that point. For sure. You know, I mean, so it's just really interesting, the, uh, the dynamics that go on and, you know, for Kyle to sort of let the, the cat out of the bag that, you know, there's some sort of tension there. Um, you wouldn't think that would be theater. Now it may be, it may have been done to affect a certain, you know, okay, let's get the deal done already. You know, it might've been a poke, but, um, you'd have to think it wasn't just, you know, Kyle wanting to be Kyle. There's something that's happening now. Again, we shouldn't <laughs> want. We don't want to speculate that we think Kyle's out. But I'm just saying, there's something sure. going on. I mean, if I was a business guy, um, which I mean, I take business courses, but I don't have millions of dollars to sponsor a NASCAR Cup car, right? Um, but if I did, I mean, obviously, I mean, Kyle's a businessman himself. He has the Rowdy Energy brand. You know, he, he's exactly. a businessman through and through. So you would think that a guy like him would want to conduct himself in a manner in which he would want to have his brand represented if he was the one fitting the bill for the team, which I'm sure at KBM, obviously, that is his team, and he is the one fitting the bill for those guys um, for the most part. But they're not – I mean, he, he has his Rowdy Energy brand on some of the sprint cars. I know he, he sponsors uh, Rico Breus, uh What About Laws Ride, and things like that. Yeah. But um, from a business perspective, I mean, you know, yes – on paper and on statistic wise, he obviously is the best guy on the Toyota camp. I mean, he's the best guy at the Joe Gibbs right. shop. He's the best Toyota driver there is. Numbers don't lie. He's a two time champion. You know, he's won a gazillion races in his career. So the stats don't lie. Um, and he's sitting fourth in the standings right now in the Cup Series. But from a business perspective, you also have to think I'm shelling out. 25 million 30 million dollars a year for for this ride i want my brand represented in a positive light and most of the time you know when kyle wins and you know when he's in a good mood and he's feeling good he he's a positive influence on the he he moves a needle as we say um and he sells a product like nobody's business but when he's in a bad mood when he has a bad day when he gets into a wreck when he doesn't win the race and he has the attitude that he showed this weekend at talladega it's like I'm spilling out $30 million. I don't want my company represented in that light. I don't want people to think that's the kind of attitude that I want selling my product out on the street. Unless you do. Unless you, know you do, I mean? right. And I mean, like exactly. I said, there are some of those be. companies. And so, you know, you, you, it is a, it's an interesting dynamic. that This sport is driven by sponsorship, okay? And so sponsors do have a say in who goes in oh, the yeah, race car sure. they're sponsoring, okay? Um, it, at least, you know, in some cases, now I probably not most of them, but when you get to that level, if, if in the, in the situation Gibbs is in, and and again, let's think about the fact that you know we're in a tough economy, you know things are tight. Um, maybe there's not like a huge line of of so you got two or three that you're talking to, and maybe the one that seems most likely is kind of looking at you, going, "Well, I'm interested in the concept. I don't know if I want him." Mm-hmm. And boy, oh boy. How does that work? You know, so, I mean, that's, that's really where we find ourselves at this moment. And again, we don't want to speculate, 
um, more than, but it, but you, you just base it on what Kyle's, you know, attitude is now. He didn't have a great race either, but, um, he finished third, you know, I mean, well, but, card. but he still was like front. He got rooted out one time, yeah, he put the car on the wall and, you. you know, he managed to bring it back to third. And part of that was obviously because of what happened at the end, but, um, you know, he, he, uh, you know, like I said, this is a very fascinating thing to, to see, and we'll have to see how it plays out because, um, it's not often that you get a, you know, a, a, an elite, uh, driver like Kyle who ends up in the, in the free agency market. And there are not an awful lot of top rides that would be available right. to him. Um, you know, so you wonder where, you know, where would he go if, if the bottom fell out and, you know, <laughs> He can get a contract, and I'm pretty sure he will in the end. But, you know, where would he go? Look what? out, Truck Series. He's running for the championship Ooh. next year. I mean, what a what a crazy uh, thing that was. When that when that all kind of came out, I was like, that's one of those whoa yeah, moments, exactly. right? I mean, it's one of those things where you look at, your, you look at the news feed, and you're like, there's no way that's going to happen. No. Like, there's no way Kyle's not going to be without a ride. But then the, you start digging deeper into the things, and you're like, well, maybe there is a possibility that he won't be you know, a part of that uh, organization. I don't think – I mean, he may just be annoyed because he hadn't been signed yet. But, again, like you said, it, it at that level and the kind of money Kyle would co- want to command, you got to have the sponsorship. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's going to be That's really intriguing to follow this story. Yeah, we will keep you guys posted in the weeks and the months ahead because I'm sure that story will get hotter and hotter as we go. Oh, yes. We're going to step aside one final break, and then we'll wrap it all up right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. 
Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. I'm Landon Castle, NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, if you missed any part of our show, you can uh, catch it on demand. It's usually up by Wednesday-ish, uh, Thursday time frame. Um, but uh, definitely uh, give it a listen and go back and listen to some of the previous shows uh, we, we've done. Uh, Ryan Vargas, Evan Christopher Foley was here a few weeks ago. Um, we've had some some pretty good guests already this year, and uh, we're, we're looking at doing some big things over the summer. Um, we're just going to get the drivers to stay in town for more than a couple of days. <laughs> I was I just had to laugh when it, we talk about landing when Landon did the reentry there. Um, I thought back to the time when um, he was restarting on the pole of some cup race, and Clint Boyer got on his radio and said, "Hey, look at this skinny jeans! Landon Castle is on the pole." <laughs> um, you know, and again, another one of those uh, just great guys Landon is. But um, Dale Earnhardt was awesome junior was great in the fox booth didn't you think he, he seemed like a much different person in the fox booth than he is on the nbc coverage of the, of the thing there like, was one less different... announcer well yeah well may, maybe that's true but it almost <laughs> seems like you know like they they told him you know whatever whatever you do when you're on nbc I, we, we need you to be like you're at talladega this is your racetrack this is your family's history yeah. here you know just go be yourself and you know kind it was almost a tony it, so. romo moment <laughs> like the way yeah. he was anticipating what the drivers were doing and kind of calling the action, you know, Joey gets sideways off Brad's bumper and they're like, whoa, whoa, you know, <laughs> I thought him and Boyer were great. That was awesome. Uh, it it would be a, a hoot to work with Clint Boyer, you know, just like in the booth and, and you got to give credit to Mike Joy yep. too. All right. We're going to uh, see you guys next week on the Inside Pass. Uh, enjoy the Dover week. Goodbye, everybody. You've been listening to the Inside Pass powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow the Inside Pass on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and visit theinsidepasslive.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Inside Pass. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Inside Pass. Thank you for listening.